Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash stuffpodcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a free title and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash stuffpodcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is David. Hey, my name is James. And welcome back to the year 2018. Now it's it's 2021. I know, right? It, <laughs> it is weird that we started this back in 2018. It was just two of us. Can you, I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, the, I think the story is pretty legendary by now. Yeah, I'll, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like to think that, that most of our fans are like, man, they just met by chance one day. That's pretty cool. And the yes, force was, brought us together. Yes, the force did yeah. bring us together. But um, just before we start, just want to say a huge thank you to all of you who are listening, to our patrons, to everybody who we've been getting a ton of people coming to the Facebook group page, which is awesome. And if you don't know about it, head over to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the Facebook group page. We just post memes and pictures and we talk about star wars and it's it's pretty great and so yeah i would i would give that a look uh as well as i don't know again just thank you for for putting up with us for what 18 19 20 20, three years already which is insane to think about i didn't think it'd be three years we'd still be doing star wars stuff podcast but it is very very exciting and uh so yeah i guess uh let's let's jump into it man What, what 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 is the news for the week so it felt like it was going to be a very slow news week until yesterday happened. And Lucasfilm decided to drop the first look that we talked about for Visions. And mm. they revealed some interesting details. Um, they showed us uh, kind of like a featurette first look, I guess, that they dropped at that anime expo we talked about. Yeah. And uh, some of the images are really cool. It's kind of what I expected, which is a good thing for me because I thought we'd get a lot of kind of anime-centric. Of course, it's we all know it's anime. But, I mean, like Japanese-infused art styles, some stuff like this. It's very, very anime-centric. And I took these screenshots, and this looks like the Holdo Maneuver right here. Yeah, it does and, look, and it just showed like up maneuver. really quick. Yeah. And this piece right here, kind of an ensemble piece. Mm-hmm. And it really kind of brings up thoughts of Kurosawa and yes. kind of the origins of Star Wars and really the kind of inspiration for Star Wars. It's, it's almost like we're getting back to the roots of Star Wars and getting these creators from, from Asia to contribute 
And Colin had the question yesterday, is this going to be canon? Is it not going to be canon? Apparently, we're not quite sure quite yet. Uh, Lucasfilm gave these creators the option to uh, go with characters that are established or to create their own stories, which it looks like we got a pretty good mix. And there's also going to be a musical in here. Um, This one's entitled Tatooine Rhapsody. And it's going to feature... I'm not sure about featuring, but I know we're going to see Jabba the Hutt and Boba Fett in it. And what was funny was when I first saw the featurette, I saw this image right here. And I was like, wait a minute, that's a Boba Fett spaceship? But no, it's Boba Fett flying towards the camera. (laughs) Dude, I thought the exact same thing when I first saw it. I was like, that's the coolest looking spaceship I've ever seen. But no, it's it's legit Boba Fett flying right at us. And it looks pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. That looks really cool. Yeah, just that animation style. And if you're listening to us on audio on a podcast app, um, you can also check us out on YouTube because I'm showing the pictures right now. Uh, Just search up Star Wars Stuff Podcast. You can find us very easily. And yeah, it's I'm way more excited now. Seeing these images, um, seeing some of the stuff the creators are saying. When I heard of the Star Wars project, I thought it was like a dream. I mean, you definitely want to hear that from these creators. And I like that name. That name is I I just saw the uh, Akia Kiri, which is almost like Akia Kurosawa. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It looks like they're really, really like, I don't know. They're very passionate about this and it looks really cool. You know what I mean? Like they're they're really giving it their all with this this anime uh, chapter in Star Wars. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because when I saw the name, I didn't think of that. I thought of a combination of Anakin and Kiri Hart. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. But I don't think Kiri Hart's a part of Lucasfilm anymore. <laughs> but that's the first thing that popped in my head. But yeah, we can see them drawing out what what their visions are going to be. And I mean, I just love hearing stuff like this from the creators. When I heard of the Star Wars project, I thought it was like a dream. Um, this image right here reminded me of Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, it, it really looks like Harry Potter. And of course, I mean, Harry Potter is kind of something that's very similar to Star Wars. I mean, I think it's kind of common knowledge now that J.K. Rowling kind of pulled from Star Wars. But I mean, you could also go back and say every story kind of ties back. Every great grand story like Star Wars is going to have commonality and Mm -hmm. just very close similarities. And... This image right here, I believe this one is the one where there's a Padawan and a Master and they count encounter an unfamiliar enemy. And if you look at the lightsabers, the red lightsabers, the blades are shaped kind of like a katana, kind of like the Darksaber in a yeah, way. Yeah, I'm getting some Darksaber vibes with this thing. Yeah. And look at the way he's holding the green lightsaber like at the, at the bottom of the, like at the bottom of the hill instead of the top where they usually hold it. Um. Yeah, it's really it's a it's a it's like a screensaver picture right here. Like I would put this as a background. You know what I mean? Because this looks. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I'm I'm all for it. It looks amazing, and the fact that it's this style with lightsabers. I mean, come on, you can't you can't get any better than this. Yeah, the only thing that's in color are the lightsabers. Oh, that's that's pretty beautiful. cool kind of aesthetic there. But yeah, I've gone on record saying that. I'm not a really huge fan of anime or anime, as Dave Filoni likes to say. But 
I mean, I love the Animatrix, and I've said this so many times on the podcast, but that kind of like feature that they had in between the first and second Matrix, uh, I, I fell in love with it. Because I think it was just the story that I loved. And The Matrix 2 is also kind of like Harry Potter. It's kind of grounded in kind of grown out of what Star Wars gave us back in the yeah. 70s. But I mean, I'm I'm more hyped. This is totally what I expected, what I wanted to see. And it looks like they're giving it to us. And this image here of the X-Wing like nose first in the sand. I like the art. And it kind of reminded me of like a, a Jakku type of setting. But of course, it's the twin sons. It's on Tatooine. And it looks like R2 and Luke up there on the top of it. Right. Um, and yeah, going back to what you like, how you said it, Lucasfilm kind of just gave them free reign over what stories they wanted to create. And so you're getting new characters as well as, you know, and as you saw like, as this right here. And then we just saw Jabba the Hutt there at the Bunta E pod race, mm-hmm. you know, set. So it, it looks like they it's just these artists and these these creators are just making Star Wars that they've always wanted to see. and this image right here, I mean, it, it could be canon, could not be canon, but just the thought of an X-Wing uh, upside down, it looks like it might be a, I'm not going to say a house or I don't know. It just looks, it looks really interesting. And the fact that they're on the top of it, looking at the twin sons, I, I don't know. And like, like you said, I'm not a big fan of anime either. I mean, I'm not knocking it. I just never got into it, but this, this looks exciting. This is something I would always this is something I would watch in a heartbeat. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it kind of harkens back to what Ray did with the ATAT on Jakku, in a sense. And I just got those vibes from this, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's probably going to be something totally different. Yeah, and nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for it. And you also have this style, which is very reminiscent of uh, the uh, the band Gorillas. It felt like to me their mm. characters that they've created. And yeah, they talk about infusing the Japanese taste and you can see it in the lightsabers and of course you can see it in the art and I'm just getting more excited seeing this stuff and, and listening to, to what they say. And of course you can see that first look on our Star Wars stuff, Facebook group. We posted it as soon as it dropped and it's just, it's just awesome. And I kind of wonder, I kind of wonder if, some of those shorts, those anime shorts that were created back in the day was really the inspiration or was it Dave Filoni and Kathleen Kennedy's ear saying, Hey, look, this, this can be a thing because it's, it's odd the way that the anime fandom is in the States in particular, because I remember going into Best Buy and they had huge sections of anime stuff. And I was thinking to myself, wow, this is like really catching on. This was maybe like 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. But then they release a he- maybe like the Star Wars equivalent to anime in um, Dragon Ball Z, that Broly film. It only made $16 million at the box office or something. It made like zero money. The the, the live action Dragon Ball, is that, is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. It was, it was an anime film oh, okay. that was okay, put good. in theaters. So... I don't know. It, it's kind of one of those weird things. I know a lot of people that love anime and collect it, but it's a very kind of kind of odd trajectory that the kind of earnings they have in the box mm-hmm. office. But 
This will be on Disney Plus. And this picture right here, this was shown actually very early on. I didn't notice the character on the left, but that's not a human being. No, it's that's not. actually a <laughs> it's it's like it's almost like Jackson the rabbit from from Legends. <laughs> yeah. It's like a it's like a rabbit type of female. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I think later on they showed they showed uh, close ups of that character or that species. Yeah. And I th- I think it looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, it it looks like like it's gonna work, um, but yeah, just those katana sabers, and like harkening back to what inspired Star Wars, the creator said I wanted to make a period drama with the taste of Star Wars, and that's really cool. That's something I've tried watching Seven Samurai, and for me, it's a very tough watch. Mm-hmm. But if there were lightsabers in there, <laughs> it would probably make it way more digestible. It in a yeah, <laughs> I know that an edit probably exists somewhere. Somebody, or did. maybe I just like spoke it into existence. But yeah, just I'm hyped. I am. I am beyond. Yeah, I know we're kind of like not talking. I'm just looking at these pictures because these pictures look beautiful. I can't. Yeah. These are just amazing. Looks like Keanu Reeves there. <laughs> from the 47 Ronin or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am happy I directed a Star Wars. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And this is the... Look at his eyes. Look like Palpatine's eyes. Yeah, he's a dark side user. Mm-hmm. Got the red sabers. And of course, it drops in September. September 22nd, I think, to be exact. Almost my birthday. My birthday September 10th. But I am I am beyond hyped for this. I remember when I first heard about it, I was kind of like, let's see how this goes. And then after watching yesterday's, you know, featurette, it looks it looks really cool. And I'm glad that Star Wars is I don't know. It took a while, and of course we we've talked about it, but it, like they're it's getting that stride that we all hoped they would have gotten at the beginning. Whereas at the beginning they were just focusing on the movies, and now it looks like they're able to finally go, okay, here's what we really want to do with Star Wars. We want to give it to everybody. We want to try every every culture in Star Wars. We want to do every project we can possibly think of. And, of course, that picture of Kathleen Kennedy standing there at that 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 shareholders meeting with all those projects. It was like, there you go. That's that's what we've all wanted to see. And, oh, man, I'm I'm pumped for this. So September, what was, what was the date? 22nd. 22nd, September 22nd. And oh man, I'm pumped! I cannot wait to start seeing these. So, I mean, we don't we we don't have any other details how how long they're going to be, how many episodes are going to be. We have no details. So uh, hopefully next month because it's already July, which freaks me out. <laughs> but um, <Yeah>. next, <laughs> this year went by really quick. Um, yeah. Next month we should we should be seeing some some stuff. And I know I'm kind of jumping the gun here, but we should be seeing some book of boba fett stuff right like september we should be seeing a trailer of some kind yeah if you think about mando season two they really waited a long time to give us anything i remember we kept on saying on the podcast yeah it's we should be getting something soon and then rumors oh it's confirmed it's confirmed we're getting something (laughs) at the end of the football game oh my goodness and then the football game happened and nothing happened but I, I I hope they don't wait too long. I mean, I know they already have the fan base. We're all pumped for this thing. But it's like, man, just give us something, please. I mean, they're done with production. We've already said they're done. So just give us a teaser of some kind. Um, that would be pretty cool. 
And I would really like for them to do an announcement, say, hey, look, you're going to get it on this day. So, I mean, we have build up and we can all kind of get together, watch it together as a Star Wars community. And instead of just dropping it like, randomly. yeah, randomly, it's like we're at work and it's like, oh, my gosh, this thing dropped. It's like I don't even have time to watch it. Really, That's, that's the worst feeling ever as a, as a Star Wars fan. And uh, especially for you and myself who consider ourselves like we want to know right away. Yeah. And then like you, you get off work or you're you look on facebook and it's like posted two hours ago and you're like what is this like why didn't i know <sighs> about this i remember um i had i still do have the um the star wars app on my phone and whenever mm-hmm. the last jedi um title was announced i remember i got it on my my watch while i was on register at, at work i know i should be working but i'm there and i get a notification i look down it was like newest title for star wars episode eight is the last jedi and i was like what and it was just like on a regular, like it was like a Thursday. You know what I mean? It was just they yeah. didn't even announce it. And and you know, we're not in charge of Lucasfilm, which we should be. At least not in charge. I'll say you and I should be part of the uh, marketing team. I think we would do pretty good. There, we should David. be special advisors. Special advisors, yeah. uh, because I think we would be able to pitch. Like if you announce on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, Instagram, look forward to a special like thing happening this day. And then getting everybody excited, getting the whole internet going, and then you announce it like, boom, here's the title of the new Star Wars movie, or boom, here's the first like poster. Because some of these posters and some of these things in Star Wars, they just drop. They don't even, they don't have any, any like fanfare. It just happens. First look at the poster, and it's like, man, us Star Wars fans, we like to be hyped. We're already hyped. We're already like beyond so a little more would help out too yeah we, we could be the hype men you know i mean yes there's there's like a level of like hype that i think star wars could really kind of just put out there so mm-hmm. we can build it up i mean there's there's a lot of people in history i think one of the most famous was pt barnum he oh, would yeah. hype up his circuses and Whatever, whatever else he was doing, but people also reference Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys, as well as yeah. being one of those people just hyping up the Cowboys. Um, but it yeah, works. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it does work. I mean, Absolute they're the most Cowboys valuable fan. franchise in the world, even though they haven't won a Super Bowl in thirty years. But, yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, give us like some heads up. That would be that would be awesome. I mean, then everyone be talking about it. It'd be trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It seems kind of like a common sense thing to do, but yeah. I mean, we got the special look like we talked about at that MA Expo, and um, we're super hyped. Um, there was something that you mentioned. Um, it was interesting to me in that first look when you, if you go all the way back to the year 2015, I was there in Anaheim at mm-hmm. uh, the future uh, directors panel where Josh Trank did not show up, but they were still referring to the non episodic films as anthologies. Yes. And they said anthologies for this visions project. And I thought that was kind of interesting. I'm I'm wondering if this is like, I mean, we're we're never going to know maybe in like 20 or 40 years from now, someone's going to release a book about what happened during this time, because we were promised so many things when Lucasfilm (laughs) was sold to Disney that didn't happen and now they're all slowly starting to starting to happen now so i i want to know what what went oh movies out and because the rumors were crazy during that time and one of the rumors was 
you know, it would it would be like um, the episodic films would be Avenger style movies, meaning you would episode seven would be Avengers. You know, episode eight would be Avengers Age of Ultron. Episode nine would be, you know, uh, Infinity War. And that the in-between movies would be like leading it up to the episodic films. And like there was that whole plot. This could be something that we could do. And that was kind of exciting to think like you would get the in-between Star Wars movies would be a part of the whole thing, but just leading you to the next episode movie. And then ultimately that did not happen. We got two Star Wars stories. They changed the name from anthology to stories and a lot of the direct, like you said, Josh Trank, the Boba Fett film just did not happen. Um, a lot of other weird things happened. Directors came, writers came, people left. And we got the three, and they all came out. And now, like I said, Lucasfilm is finally like, okay, anthologies, uh, our shows, our movies, here we go. This is this is us wanting to do what we always wanted to do. Maybe, Maybe one day we'll find the full story of what happened during that weird time because it was kind of weird i'm not gonna lie yeah yeah and hopefully this is kind of a step the way that they gave creators license to do what they want and Mm -hmm. we're not in a strict type of kind of canon world that you have to make everything that's created is canon yeah Um, this might be another step maybe towards fan films uh, getting kind of like a stamp of approval and put on that'd Disney be, Plus as well. That'd be pretty cool if they did like a festival and people who won, they could make their own Star Wars films and they would be able to work at the, on the volume. You know, they'd be able to use these these big, you know, toys and, you know, make their own little 10, 20 minute short film. That would also be very, very, very cool if they if Disney film or Disney, Disney and Lucasfilm allowed that to happen. Yeah, as far as the volume goes, it's early days on that, and it seems mm-hmm. like Star Wars and Marvel are sharing those volumes actually. Yeah. And I it's think very they're, obvious they're, and like, Loki right now. <laughs> yeah, they're doing a lot of like trying to manage scheduling for that, and I think that's maybe one of the reasons why the Mandalorian season three hasn't started. It's because stuff like Thor: Love and Thunder is using the volume in Australia, um, but of course he used it, yeah. Yeah, and and of course, I mean Boba Fett. Of course, used it in L.A. where the Mandalorian shoots, uh, Manhattan Beach. So it's um, it's it's real early days on that. But yeah, true. Even aside from fanzines in the volume, I would still love to see fan films because my prediction was next decade we would see stuff that was comparable to what Lucasfilm creates. But I'm thinking the end of this decade now we're gonna see something that's gonna be like that probably belongs and there's still tons of ideas out there watching this visions first look i was thinking man they had the opportunity to show us bothans and i didn't see a single bothan in there and and that's that's one of the creatures one of the uh, alien species that we really haven't seen in live action or really in animated really and, and, and anywhere yeah and that Rogue Two story is still out there, man. I mean, we can still create how all those Bothans die to get the plans for the for the second Death Star. I still love the fact that there is fan fiction out there of a guy named Manny Bothans. <laughs> M-A-N-N-Y, and then Bothans. And he was just this crazy guy who snuck into the Imperial like area and stole the plans to get them back 
and then he dies, and then Mon Mothma says, Mandy Bothans died to bring us this information. <laughs> That's actually the name I use uh, when I check in hotels. So You use Manny Bothans? Yeah. I'm going to start doing that now, just, just, just to see if the dude's a Star Wars fan. He's going to be like, cool. You know what I mean? Or they're yeah. going to be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but use yeah, that. yeah, use that and Sam Antonio. So There you go. So, yeah, there's a bit of controversy. It wouldn't be a Star Wars week of news of without not. a bit of controversy. Of course so, not. I'm pretty sure you all know what I'm about to talk about here. It's this. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It happened. You know, I'm okay. I'm not going to lie. I'm honestly surprised it took this long to happen. You think? I, I mean,. mean with the whole culture, the way it's going, it, was, it only took a mouth. No, just so. So, if you're watching us on Facebook, you see that it is the um, it's Legos. It was it was Legos the whole time. No, I'm kidding. No, it's the um, Slave One. You know, Boba Fett's ship is no longer called Slave One. Now it's called what's the official name? Boba Fett's starship or Boba Fett's yeah. ship? Starship. Yeah. yeah, Boba Fett's starship. Yep, there it is on the on the box there. So if you have anything that says Slave One, hold on to it because it's probably going to be worth some money here in the future. But yeah, so Disney and Lucasfilm have officially done away with the name Slave One. Um, big controversy. The memes, of course, are amazing, which is Padme talking to Anakin saying, you're a slave. And he goes, I'm a person and I'm... No, I'm... What's he say? You're a slave? He's like, no, I'm Boba Fett's starship. <laughs> So yeah, every word of slave in Star Wars is now being replaced. Like it doesn't even have to refer to the ship, but anytime you say the word slave, it's gonna be Boba Fett Starship. Um, I mean, I get why they changed it. I understand the the culture, these you know, I don't know, everything's everything's kind of changing. Well, what what is your um what is your opinion on this? So yeah, I'm an old school fan. I've been used to the name for so many years. And I mean, I didn't think about the word slave as in like american slavery or anything i just I figured it was about slavery. Yeah. yeah i never thought about that at all i thought about just i mean the fictional fantasy kind of meaning of it in in a made-up story not anything that was really tied to real life but um i actually was back all the way back in the year 2000 I was kind of a bit taken aback when I was in school. I was in tech school, and it was a class where we were talking about hard drives. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about how you can set it up in uh, different arrays. And they specifically said, this is the master and this is the slave. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, uh, the IT world is really using these terms, master and slave. And that's that's the thing that got me in real life. And I was like, okay, well, it kind of, the shock of it kind of wore off on mm-hmm. me. But I don't think those terms are actually used anymore because this was over 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was the only time that I was kind of like, that's weird. But uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, the times are changing. Um I don't think there's official word yet that the name of the ship has officially 100% changed. Um, It appears that Lego has done this before with other ships that they've put out. Mm. Um, 
I know uh, there's uh, the Havoc Marauder from the Bad Batch. They changed that name on the box art. Also, I believe uh, one of the Mandalorian ships was also different. So this might just be a case of everyone kind of freaking out for no reason. But, (laughs) I mean, it, it is kind of weird to have that name. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna laugh if Lego was like, we did it. I mean, y'all don't have to, but we like we're we're gonna do that. So don't you know, don't don't get upset. Yeah, I've I've read different reports saying that yeah, Disney made the request, and then no, Lego just did it. Um, so we're not really quite sure. But I did order the Slave One. Um, Easy. Just kidding. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> this. I'm sorry, the Boba Fett Starship. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, the reason why I called it Slave One is because that's the name of the toy. Oh, the box, from, yeah. From yeah. Hasbro Pulse. Mm-hmm. I bought that that toy, and it's going to arrive actually pretty soon. You bought that? Is it the big one? Like the giant? Yeah. Jeez, man. So, yeah, I've never owned a Slave One. <laughs> I had. Which I had doesn't sound like a very good phrase to say, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a little rough now. I, I had a small one. It was about this big. I used to fly it around. I actually I mean, had I a keychain that was hanging on my backpack until one day it snapped off. And luckily I found it on the floor. Mm. But uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I can't see Lucasfilm doing that because I think Lucasfilm knows like the importance of the ship and the fact that they have a sh- whole show coming out now that's going to have it in there. Um, I don't know. I, I can't see them like... I don't know, wanting to change that. It's like, you know, it's so iconic. It's equivalent to being like, oh, we can't call it the Millennium Falcon because people are upset that Falcons are birds of prey. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we're going to call it something else. Like Lucasfilm would be like, no, it's the Millennium Falcon. It's not going to, we're not going to change that name. I mean, but then again, like you said, it was Lego that did it. So in a couple of months, we might, it might just go away and we're all still going to call it Slave One. I mean, yeah, I feel like that's a thing. Everyone's just going to call it Slave One that's been calling it Slave One. And it's it's just one of those things. Some uh, of the arguments and discussions I heard was the fact that it's it's not that bad to change the name just due to the fact that the name Slave One was never uttered in live action. It's never been uttered. Right. But I think in Clone Wars, they said Slave One. Oh, nice. But um, maybe I'd have to watch all of Clone Wars. (laughs) Yeah, it's not that to me. It's not that big a deal. It's just something for people, people that like to, to complain them. about Star Wars to complain about. And trust me, people complain a lot about Star Wars. Go on TikTok, and that's all you're gonna find is just people <laughs> complaining about Star Wars. And it's like, come on, man. But yeah, yeah. I don't, don't want to get into that. I don't want to get into a TikTok battle with somebody <laughs> over Star Wars. Start dance fighting. Yeah, yeah, dance fighting on on TikTok. I don't dance, by the way. Don't 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 look at my face. Don't look at my TikTok, and because you're going to be really disappointed how boring I am. Except you only dance at Star Wars weddings, so. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of weddings, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Are we? We've talked about it on this podcast, right, with Colin? I think it's okay to talk about. It. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. But both of them should be here. But yeah. Maybe okay. Let's not talk about it. I don't want. That's kind of rude. <laughs> I'm just talking about their personal lives without them being. <laughs> but um. But yeah, I'm really jealous though of Colin and Brooke because if you go on their um and not on the Star Wars stuff Instagram page and if you follow them individually on Instagram, Colin Weaver and Brooke Seymour, they've been going to Galaxy's Edge like all week. Like they they go and they eat almost every day there, and it's really upsetting that they can just do that. 
I'm like, come on, man. But um, I might soon be able to do that. Um, I'm I'm kind of excited about that. So I'll keep y'all posted on my Instagram page if if I if yeah. <laughs> If you see me there two days in a row, you know what happened. All right. <laughs> yeah, I want to say that uh, I think Colin told me that there was a week where he went to Galaxy's Edge every single day of the week. Jeez. <laughs> okay, I mean, don't get me wrong. Galaxy's Edge is amazing, but yeah. it's, there's only so much you can do there for, for a full week, you know? Well, uh, see, I think, I think, yes, that's true, but I think the thing about his trips was the fact that he said there were so few people there. So he oh. got on all the stuff and did everything he wanted to. Like, he just walked up and did it. Nice. You know? Nice. Yeah, I remember when we rode, um, when my wife and I got on Smuggler's Run, there was a long line. And then after we were done, there was nobody there. I was like, come on. <laughs> like, just, you know what I mean? Like, the line the line even went outside the the park if you may like they had yeah, a little line yeah. that went outside and then there i just see 18 wheelers and just people just walking around and there's a giant wall there and i'm like oh like the road is on the other side of this wall and then after we were done with the ride i, I we walk out i look over there and that line was gone and i was like man those jerks we could have just waited but anyway it was fun it was fun but yeah so yeah colin and and brooke get to go there almost every day i might get to go there almost every day and rumor has it I'm going to be dancing at a at a Star Wars wedding. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. Uh, we will put it on our Patreon. We will put it on our Patreon. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and yeah. Anyways, anyways. So uh, what's the uh, what's the next news or the next controversy for the week? <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of controversial. But uh, Seth Green actually did um, an interview, I believe, and he was. Uh, this is from Gizmodo.com, mm-hmm. and he talked about the fact that he didn't think Star Wars Detours would be on Disney Plus anytime soon. And if you're not familiar with uh, Star Wars Detours, it was a Lucasfilm-approved, George Lucas-approved uh, animated series where it was really kind of like a comedy series, almost like Robot Chicken in a way, mm-hmm. but it was using uh, computer animation. I got some of the stills right here. Um, so, yeah, I was using all the classic characters, but uh, someone used the phrase, it was not Star Wars, it was uh, the in-between wars type of scenarios and storylines. So, yeah, you can see Palpatine and, and Vader maybe at lunch, maybe at Dex's diner, I don't know. Vader looks really crazy. <laughs> that moment is just amazing. Yeah. Seth Green makes me laugh because he does he does you know he did Robot Chicken he did these you know where he's making fun of like he's having fun with Star Wars but he's a huge Star Wars fan like he is yeah. a giant nerd and I, and I love that he he found that perfect balance of humor where he's like oh my goodness it's funny but at the same time he's like but I still love it like I'm I'm, I'm gonna watch everything and he's the voice or he's a voice that, oh my gosh <laughs> you know you've seen it all when you see obi-wan kenobi and han solo doing the disco with greedo yeah. 3po oh my gosh how many like they didn't do that many episodes right it wasn't it wasn't that they did a lot of episodes man they, they did, did 39 oh, they did 39 apparently 39 okay, or 29 me, something like that i guess for me looking at clone wars and looking at that number it's like that's not a lot but no okay yeah they did do that's quite a, quite a few quite a yeah yeah, yeah. 
Jeez, that's pretty that's pretty great. I, I remember hearing about it, seeing the the art, and this is when I was kind of like, oh, I don't like it when people make fun of Star Wars. And then the more I, you know, I grew up, I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like it's really funny to be able to, to put that together and just have fun yeah. with it. Yeah. So they did this series, Star Wars Detours, right before Disney acquired Lucasfilm. So once that happened, the executive heads had to look over the stuff. They decided not to put it out. And of course, Disney Plus didn't exist till 2018, 2019. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's still, uh, Seth Green says it's still kind of in the um, holding. In between. Yeah. Just just chilling there. Kind of in, yeah, limbo. But um, I believe there's more scripts they can do as well. But of course, there's no timetable, no roadmap to when we're going to get Star Wars detours. But apparently. It's it's one of the I it feels like being a fan you see it as one of the most requested things but in the article it talks about how Disney thought it wasn't something that the fans really wanted as much but I mean being on this side of the fandom it seems like a lot of people want this yeah and when was that written was that written when I mean did Disney say that whenever they first bought Lucasfilm you know what I mean like were they just kind of like Yeah, I'm not quite sure what what the what the timeline on that yeah, is, but that's I believe that's the last communication that I think Seth Green got. Mm. And apparently and it it's George Lucas approved. George Lucas yeah, put yeah, a stamp he, of approval he, he, on yeah. it. And um I believe he's actually he he was he's actually in the show and they actually created him. He's right here. <laughs> There's that amazing sketch and I know I think people thought it was real where he kicked he kicked a guy out of a meeting at Lucasfilm and yeah, Seth Green was yeah. there and you could tell like it's just they're having fun like it's the guy like bad mouth jar jar or something like that or well no he, he made... asked why why is it Mara Jade or something about Mara oh, Jade yeah that's what it and was and George Lucas notoriously does not like Mara Jade well, yeah, because he didn't create her. I mean, you know, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but yeah, and it's it's a sketch. It's not real. No, everybody thinks like, like you know, I don't know, George Lucas is evil for that. But it's like hey, it was just that was just a lot of fun. They were you could totally. I mean, I've seen George Lucas in so many interviews that I know when he's serious. And I know when he's not serious. And half the time, he's not really serious. <laughs> he has a very dry sense of humor. Like if you ever yeah. watch the behind the scenes stuff on Episode One, when he's talking to Ahmed Best, you're just kind of like, man, he's like that. That dad like, hey, I'm cool. You're like, yeah, you're kind of cool, but yeah, you're you're okay. You know, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I, I, that's pretty funny. So maybe one day we'll see the light of day on on detours, and I think that would just be great. I think eventually we're gonna get it at some point, yeah, some way, somehow. And, and I mean, Disney Plus is the most logical place to just drop it and be like, I mean, we got all the Ewok movies there now. I mean, come on, yeah, and we even got the holiday special Boba Fett story, you know, which. Yeah, the best part of the holiday special this year, this Christmas, we are going to do it. We're going to do <laughs> we're going to do it. And I know um, S- Sam has wanted to do it for a long time, but I think we're I think we should actually do that for this Christmas. Watch the holiday special, uh, put it on Patreon. We'll have it be a, like a, a, a drinking game. If you may to see <laughs> like how that long. might not be wise. James. It's not going to be wise. We're going to get like 15 minutes in. We're going to be like, I got to go to bed, you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah um, to put a parental advisory sticker on yeah, exactly <laughs> but no no i think we should i think we should watch it just to see how far we can all get and then you just have a competition how far how we far can, we can get yeah and like <laughs> you're, like you're watching it on this format you see all of our faces on there and then you just see it turning black black like everyone just turning it yeah, off who, like I'm not taps out first yeah yeah <laughs> i'm sorry guys i just can't do it i can't do it i'm gonna of go course, bring some eggnog 
there's that amazing story with Carrie Carrie Fisher where she actually had a copy of the movie, like a, a legit copy of of the holiday special, and that whenever she would have parties at her house and she wanted people to leave, she would just put it on, <laughs> and then everybody would that, just start leaving. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> but um, well, what else? What else we got? So we got the tenth episode of the Bad Batch, and what, what? it is common ground, twenty eight minutes long, and we get Sid back. We get Omega and, of course, the whole Bad Batch. And we get some nice uh, Dejaric playing, some hollow chess happening in this episode. And I mean, let me ask you a question. Do you really understand that? or No, I, yeah. I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't know what the rules are. I know they sell like a board at, at Galaxy's Edge at Doc Ondar's if you want to buy it. But I think it's like $200 or something. Jeez. And there's some really nice, I think, hand-painted custom pieces that you can buy. I think that's also pretty expensive as well, aside from that uh, that hollow chest set you can buy. But yeah, it'd be cool to have. I, I like those characters. They're kind of iconic. Um, but yeah, the, I, I always say this. I hate it when people say, oh, it was a filler episode. This one almost felt like a filler episode. Oh, no. Okay, so... For me. Just, just I, so I don't you know, know if you... David says it's a filler episode, <laughs> we got a problem. Because there are some episodes... Of, I mean, mind you, I went back and watched Mandalorian Season 2 again, then I figured out, oh, they're not filler. They're, it's it's not. You're finding something Yeah, because it's part every of a episode. grand plan, yeah. and they got to cut it up. And kind um, of... This episode... But, but then again, in this episode, they paid off their debt, so we're going to be getting away from, from this planet. We're gonna Omega be going paid to, off the debt. Omega paid off the debt. Mm-hmm. And Omega is a lot... I mean, we already knew she was smart, but now we're saying she's way smarter than what we all thought at the beginning. And so I'm wondering if that's part of like her... like genetic modification is that she's an amazing strategist and that she was meant to be a leader and so i mean mind you it did feel filler to me but at the end of it i was still like that was awesome you know because the action was pretty was pretty awesome in the show the humor and the suspense and um i i I enjoyed this last episode i thought it was pretty great and i like where it ended right there that was solid i was like that's cool sylvester stallone and uh (laughs) <laughs> so yeah even the hollow chest table is a hologram in this that's kind of cool yeah that was an interesting choice like they couldn't it's almost like it's the new age like 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 um like hans in the millennium falcon is kind of very very old school yeah to where now this is like how you do it today and plus it and I'm going to be really dumb here. It's like, hey, you can use it for other games, too. It can turn into yeah. this. You know what I mean? And so yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, yeah, that's a function of that. Yeah, um, totally. That's what I think, too, in the back um, is what that is. Uh, but it, it looks really cool. Um, and, I, and I'm really glad we're done with this little kind of plot line, if you may. Because I think one more episode, it would have been like, all right. This it's getting they don't know what to do. But now that they, they've paid off the debt, now they're going to go on another adventure to another planet and i think it's i think from here on out it's it's going to be non-stop just insaneness because now they are finally out in the open um and i i don't know it, it's i'm excited to see how it all ends and i and i keep hearing people saying bad batch season one i'm not seeing a season two i'm seeing this is just this is just the story I, there's there, you really can't do much 
with it you know what i mean you I mean unless you just keep going until you get to rebels i mean i don't i don't i don't know what, what is your opinion do you think it's just a season one i think we've had this discussion but now that you're seeing how this episode how the show is going do you just see it as season one or do you think they could do a season two i think they could do a season two um it's a big galaxy i've heard a lot of people say well they got it all die of course right and it's like well no, I mean they. I mean they're just not a part of the Skywalker story, and they don't have any influence in the Skywalker saga. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean you could do it like that. I mean, there, there's, like I said, it's a huge galaxy. I'm totally expecting Omega to show up in the Book of Boba Fett series. Um, yeah, I've I've been hearing a lot of people talking about her showing up. Yeah, it'll be kind cool. of a letdown if we don't get her now that we know. Spoiler alert: she is Boba Fett's sister. So, and I've seen a lot of pictures out there with Omega and Gwendolyn Christie. It's like, did she become this? Nah. Oh, I've been seeing that too. No. Yeah. Uh, Phasma has an entire background. Like she has, there's a whole book and you can ask Joseph and myself, we read it and it was terrible. It was a horrible (laughs) book. That was, that was the most boring Star Wars. And I, and I, and I feel bad, you know, because a lot of people liked it, but as for me, it was the most boring Star Wars book I've ever read. But anyways, no, it's not her. Um, w- one thing I like about Star Wars is how Star Wars is always being written as it's going. Like, and you and you have the amazing analogy, which is like, like George Lucas was laying down the tracks while the train was right behind him. And so with this plot line, with us saying Omega needs to show up in the book of Boba Fett, like a year ago, we had no idea who Omega was. But now we're like, oh, she has to show up because the story makes sense now. And you realize, man, they're writing this thing as it's going and it's working. But I love that that's how Star Wars is. Star Wars has been kind of written that way where they they retcon things (laughs) very, very obviously. And then they just go, well, let's introduce this, but then let's go back in, in two years and then explain what got us to that spot. And then you realize, man, they were they're really making it up and i don't know i mean is that how you feel about star wars or yeah but i i don't think it's as close i don't think the train is that close to the tracks that they're laying because i think there's like a two or three year lead time that they have mm, but like see yeah. right right <laughs> but i mean it it, it 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 worked out so epically incredibly awesome for george it's, it's just it doesn't make sense those... that it worked out for him that well yeah, yeah it, everything fell into place I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's it's more the exception to the rule, more so than anything. But that's what makes me excited about the book of Boba Fett because John Favreau's been thinking about Boba Fett his whole life. Yes, he's written all the fan fiction his whole life. He's been thinking about it his whole life, and and Boba Fett was a thing he approached Lucasfilm about, mm-hmm. and of course. It went through the whole Josh Trank doing the movie, and then Josh Trank was off of it. Then they put Boba Fett on the back burner. And then, of course, Solo happened. It didn't make a whole lot of money. And then they thought, well, wait a minute. Let's hold off on on the Star Wars stories. And then, of course, there's a James Mangold rumor. And then that didn't happen. And John Favreau finally said, well, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do a Mandalorian, a different type of mm-hmm. Mandalorian character. And, of course, he was pre-Vizsla and Clone Wars. And then finally, after he proved himself to create another huge Star Wars benchmark piece of media in, in the Mandalorian. He was finally given the keys to Boba Fett along with Dave Filoni and Robert Rodriguez. And I'm super hyped. Um I haven't seen any big rumors lately, 
but no uh, rumors. I think I think they learned their lesson from Mandalorian season two because we knew who everybody who was going to be in it before they even came out. You know, so I I, I think they they really just utilized the volume and how they get people in and out of the sets that nobody has any idea who's going to show up, who's in there. Uh, yeah, I, I'm really surprised we haven't heard a single thing about it. Like, there's no leak. Like, the only things we've heard are from, like, Tamara Morrison and, mm-hmm. you know, the other cast members and, you know, the creators themselves. But there's no, like, oh, did you see that, you know, I don't know. I don't know what other actor could be. Antonio Banderas is going to be having a cameo, which would be the best. Not going to lie, Robert Rodriguez brought him in there in some capacity. Antonio Banderas was there with Robert Rodriguez from the very beginning, and I think that would just be awesome if he's dude. Snuck Danny in there. Trejo is a bounty hunter. Oh my god! <laughs> Say no more. They got match made in heaven right there. Say no more. Danny Trejo in a Star Wars project, like you, you like that's it. They like Taika Waititi should just cancel his his movie after that. Be like, there's nothing we we can't top anything after that. <laughs> yeah. In case you don't know, Danny Trejo has been in like a thousand movies. Like, I mean, he's been in. He says yes to everything. That's why everybody likes him because he'll. Hey, we got a part for you. Okay. Oh, he was in Fanboys. He was in Fanboys. Remember? Was he? I yeah, don't remember. He was the, yeah, yeah, he was the one around the. Um, <laughs> He's around the campfire who got them all. He gave them drugs and they're over there talking. <laughs> and uh, he was called the chief. And uh, that's the one where they, they, they're, he's like, there's an Ewok behind you. There's an Ewok next to you. Um, in case I've never seen fanboys, it's not for kids, but it is so funny. And it's like a, a nerd's like. Passion it's a really story. good movie on its, its own. It's a great movie. Aside it's from a- being like a star Wars fan. It's a really solid movie that Kyle Newman directed and Ernest Klein wrote the script. Right. Yeah, he wrote uh, Ready Player One, the book and the script. And it so the story we're getting into fanboys here. Because you just saw the truck, right? Didn't you see the truck? Well, uh, it was uh, one of our um squad members, he made the truck. Uh, well, I mean, he it, it, the van existed the way it existed, but I think he added more elements to it to oh, make it okay. more screen accurate. But yeah, I mean, he's got his own Instagram account. I believe it's a fanboys van. Um, That's I'm awesome. not sure. I might put it in the show notes, but did, yeah, did he's he a really cool it? dude too. Um, he's actually, I invited him to be on our, our stories podcast uh, for Patreon. And he said, yes, just let me know when um, I might do some actually tomorrow. Um, okay. Since it's, since it's a holiday weekend and I'm actually off on Monday. Nice. Um so was was that his van at star wars celebration because it was there there was i think i think yes because he was telling us stories of driving into cross country and like barely making it yeah because i i did a it's not appropriate but i did a um reenactment of one of the scenes from that movie uh to the van where he's like hey she doesn't like much but she's got it where it counts you know (laughs) <laughs> and um, I was um, Joseph was with me. We, I was. This is the this is the this is the van from Fanboys. I was freaking out. And uh, so yeah, the premise of that movie is it's it's 1999. You got a bunch of friends, you know, much older, and it's right before Star Wars Episode One comes out. Comes out, and they're all obsessed with Star Wars coming out. And one of the friends has um, has cancer. Uh, it's terminal cancer. He doesn't have that much time to live. So they all devise a plan that they made when they were like in seventh grade, which was to drive across country, sneak into Lucasfilm, a Skywalker ranch and steal the movie. And that's the whole movie is them sneaking 
and it's a road trip movie when they get there and the cameos in this movie like every like carrie fisher was in this movie billy billy d williams ray park there's another surprise one from another franchise that i don't want to talk about but i mean there are so many like crazy people in this movie and it's good it's a it's a fun movie and yes danny trejo is in there as well (laughs) yeah but uh go go watch fanboys sorry we just did a whole fanboys uh spiel there fine is we good yeah we're good okay good (laughs) so speaking of fanboys and being a fan yes I just bought tickets this morning to see said Danny Trejo. But (laughs) (laughs) see, I told you there was a mess. There was a reason for this whole thing. That's so yeah. Comic Palooza is happening in Houston, Texas, and I live about two and a half hours away. So I bought tickets this morning for me and my family, and I bought the photo op and the autograph for Katie Sackhoff. Oh, that's awesome! So all this year, I'll have I'll have met Ray Park, Katie Sackhoff. Ewan McGregor. That's beautiful. So, yeah. You trying to get Carl Weathers? Uh, I'm not made of money, James. <laughs> Ming, Ming Na Wen also in there. Ming Na Wen. Um, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, Moff dude. Gideon will be there. That's so cool, though. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big Star Wars kind of contingent here. I, um, I don't even want to know how much Ron Perlman's autograph is. You know what I mean? Like that dude must charge an insane amount of money for his autograph. You think? I, I'm not quite sure if it's even more than Katie Sackoff, but I don't know. I, I didn't check. But. I'll always remember being mad at Felicity uh, Felicity Jones and her uh, how much she charged for her autograph at Star Wars Celebration. I was like, "What are you? Why are you charging this much money?" <laughs> she uh, just did an, a new uh, private signing, I think, for Star Wars autographs. And, I don't uh, even want to know how much she charged people for that. Because yeah. it was yeah. it was like, who do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> Ian McDermott is not charging this much money for his autograph. Like, why are you anyways? I don't, you're awesome. I like Rogue One. Don't don't get mad at me. It was just kind of funny though to look at that price. Yeah, I'm, but I mean, she it, it it almost made it seem like she would never do it again. And this was kind of like the like the feeling out process for doing conventions like this. But yeah, she was there. She signed autographs. She took a bunch of pictures. That's awesome. Um, and that was in 2017, right? But Rogue One? No, the uh, oh, the, the convention. Yeah. It was celebration yeah. where she was. Okay. Yeah, I was in Orlando, and I almost yeah, I was thinking about getting an autograph, and I was like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, celebration 2022. What? We yeah, did. celebration 2022. Man, it's uh, right around the corner. I mean, it's already July. So yeah, it's already July. Yeah, I'm freaking out that it's already July, yeah. which means Book of Boba Fett is is like closer than it was yesterday. You know what I mean? So that's that's more exciting to me is that we're going to get the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, David disappeared. Yeah, I was going to show uh, the camera here. We yes. posted it on our social media, but uh, we were asking what uh, our listeners thought of, of these right here. Oh, that's look beautiful. So yeah, head over to stop the podcast. If you're on Apple or Spotify, head over to YouTube and watch it right now at this part, because we have a sticker. It's a sticker, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a sticker. And it's Star Wars stuff podcast. And of course it has an disgusting creature on the top of there. That's some kind of elephant <laughs> thing. It's an ele- blue elephant creature thing. Yeah. And then it says celebration 2022. And you know, we're gonna, we're, we're thinking about making more. We just want to know what y'all think. If, uh, if you know because stickers pins and 
patches are like the biggest thing there at Celebration. You forgot it's buttons, insane. James. Come on. Buttons. God, I keep forgetting buttons. Jeez. But yeah, uh, but yeah. You, you and Joseph nearly got like executed because you didn't yeah, have buttons I, on I you. I was so I was so shocked that that we were that it was that bad that we didn't have buttons. So <laughs> oh my god. I'm never gonna I'm never gonna forget that. Never gonna forget. Anyways, um and we still don't have like a resell of tickets. Like they haven't put any more out. We don't know if if they will which is kind of nerve-wracking, but I hope they do. These well, I mean, once so once fast. we get our media pass, James, you're next in line to get it. So Yeah, okay, I appreciate that. So you'll you'll get in there. Um, and I'm going to be there, so... Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't really have to pay for travel. What if I just... Hey, what if I sign up as, like, a helper? I could do that. Yeah, you totally could work it, but uh, you'd miss, like, panels and... I miss everything. Yeah, but I get to like You'd be talk stuck to behind one of those like iPads that like has like a square on it to take a credit card. No, just be looking at it the whole time. No, and I'm be constantly ask, asked, "Why is this line taking so long?" Like just because you're in it. That's what I always want to tell people. <laughs> <laughs> like anytime, like I know it sounds bad, but I, I when I work at a grocery store, people come in my line like it's so busy here. Why is it so busy? I'm like, you're here, and they just look at me, and I'm like. Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah. that's that's why it's busy because you're here. No, I'm just kidding. But anyways, uh, yeah. So I mean, if you sign up for their newsletter letter on celebration, you'll be able to see like if they do release tickets, which I hope they do. Me and a few other people are like waiting patiently for this to happen. So, yeah, light ticket exchange. I know they're gonna have that again, and that's that's the most secure place to get tickets uh, after they've sold out and. Uh, there should be quite a few because they moved the date from August to May. And it messed figure... up a lot of people's schedule. I've heard like three or four people saying they can't go because yeah. of graduations. Yeah. Like how you're, you're right. saying you might not be able to go because of graduation as well. Right. And yeah, good job, Lucasville. They knew what they were doing. Or read pop. Ugh. Yeah, it almost feels like they didn't even think about that. And they no. just thought we need to get away from D23, which is also happening in September, I believe. Yeah. So... They need to have celebration and do their announcements at celebration and then have that little spot where they can we can breathe and then have another huge like kind of celebration esque Star gotcha. Wars thing happen and maybe drop some more information, kind of like what they did years ago when they yeah. announced the Kenobi series. So which was beautiful. Yeah. Never gonna forget that day. Ever. <laughs> yeah. All right. What what uh, was that it for the news or did we have a was there something else? I think that's pretty much it for all the major news. Um, and and yes, there, yeah. there is still a civil war happening at Lucasfilm. Kathleen Kennedy <laughs> is her way out. Uh, yeah, that's so weird. Believe that, everything you read, please. That stuff popped up again, and it's like, guys, no, it's that's not what's really happening. Yeah, um, I read an article that said somebody from the inside is claiming, yes, this is, it's really happening. Like Filoni and Favreau are trying to take Star Wars away from Kennedy. And I'm like, why though? It doesn't make any sense. And it, it, it's really, it's really shocking that these rumors and it's, it's clickbait. It's, it, it, yeah, it's, yeah, gonna, yeah. That's, that's what it is. You're going to get, you're going to get a bunch of, likes and views if you if you post stuff like this so i'm gonna go ahead and just say it now that yes there is a civil war happening at lucasfilm <laughs> kathleen kennedy is very close to being fired and feloni and favreau will be taking over soon someone's gonna take that clip and like post it somewhere yeah. out of context please no please no look at what the star wars stuff podcast people are saying <laughs> please don't okay i'm just kidding y- y- y'all know i mean if you know 
I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, no, everything Kennedy, Favreau, Filoni, how they're running the ship, it's it's going good. They're it's the dream team right now of people of creators right now at Star Wars, and I, I'm happy with what they're doing right now. So yeah, no, there's no. There's no civil war happening. There's no crazy what they're saying. Like it's a takeover Favreau Filoni or like walking out of meetings, you know, like, no, there's no, that's not happening at all. So yeah. don't listen to everything you read on the internet, please. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. What else we got? I agree. So yeah. Uh, when I went to galaxy's edge for the first time, um, we really wanted to, um, send something to one of our listeners because um, she made us a video and she communicated with us that she really loved listening to the podcast. She listened all the time with her dad. And um, that was a real cool thing. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why you make the podcast is for the ability to young, for young fans to listen and to like keep up with star Wars and to just kind of like feed their, their hunger for star Wars. And mm-hmm. I know I do the podcast because I think about my younger self. And if I was her age, I would want something like this as well to exist. Talk about Star Wars every week or try to every week. Um, and she made us a video and she showed us her room and it was like full of Star Wars stuff. She had some Marvel stuff in there. I I, laugh, I I was really happy when I saw that video because like almost every poster she has, I have as well in my room. So I was like, I like her taste. Like she, she's awesome. Like, cause she was like, here's my Ray poster. Here's my last Jedi poster. I was like, I yeah. have the same thing. And anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was really, yeah, that was really awesome. And uh, we decided, okay, well let's, let's send her something. So we sent her a couple things and uh, it got to her. Thankfully she's in another country. And, uh, it was awesome, and she sent us a thank you email, and it was all great. But yesterday, I received a package, and in the package, I didn't know exactly what it was. So I was in her; she didn't say, or and her father didn't say what what that she was that I was getting anything from them. But I I knew it was from that country, and I saw the name, and I was like, oh my gosh, they sent something. So <laughs> I was just like super wondering what it was. And I opened it, and it was a bunch of snacks from their country that they so that they love cool. to enjoy. That's so cool. And um, she wrote, she drew, she wrote a letter, and she drew everyone from the podcast <laughs> on it. And I want to show it right now. It's everyone that's pretty much ever been on the podcast. I think. <laughs> so it's awesome. It's um, so great. It's amazing. I'm down there in the bottom right in the Thai pilot uniform and i'm a jawa she she did it she made me a freaking jawa i'm so glad that's proof right there you it's should proof. be I a jawa in the first. yeah now. yeah and then of course she's in the middle that's her with wicket yeah with wicket and she made brooke ahsoka which i think that that was a pro i like that she made yeah. ray ray like that that made me happy it was it was ray it was ray Call well no no him. she's dressed up as uh yeah yeah okay yeah, I got confused there. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> As Ray Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, there's they... Joseph, Sam. So yeah, I mean it's it's pretty cool she did that. And of course she drew she actually painted a helmet, a Mandalorian helmet, and she sent that to us as well. And there it is. Oh, that's so beautiful. She put her 
put the date on the bottom and everything. That's yeah. just, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much, Maya. Yes, awesome. thank you. It, it means so much to us. To I don't know, I don't know. It it it, it just it's a it's amazing. It's really it's really great to see stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm about to cry now. Yeah. And thanks for making inside. me a Jawa. I really appreciate it because <laughs> I, I at first well, we I talked kinda, about it so many times. I, mean, I know, it's... but now that I see it, now that I see other people, I'm like, okay, maybe I should really pursue this whole Jawa thing because I am short. I think Maya is maybe uh, she's taller than I am, <laughs> so I think I could pull off the Jawa. The Jawa look pretty well. You know, I haven't seen an off-world Jawa yet. You could be the first. The red, the red eyes, red eyes, and like yeah. the, like the silver cloak or the gray cloak. Gray I saw the best TikTok transition. You know, like there's some of those TikToks where like the girls, you know, or women will will do something, and then like they go in front of the camera, and then they pull across, and they're like, you know, dressed and you know very seductively. You're like, okay, you swipe it, and one of them was like for the Star Wars fans, and I get, I'm like, okay. And the girl did it, and she was a Jawa. And I could not stop laughing. Like, she was doing something. She puts her hand in front of the camera, and it cuts back to her, and she's a Jawa. And I was like, that's the best video I've ever seen ever. It made me laugh. I have to send it to you. It's pretty It's pretty funny. You know, these past couple of weeks, I've really been fantasizing about going to Celebration and recording everyone that cosplays and making, like, a, like a mega mix Video of everyone from Celebration. So, and putting it, of course, on YouTube and Patreon. Yeah, because people people go all out there at Celebration. Yeah, yeah, and people want to be photographed. People, I mean, it's a lot of work to make these costumes. Yep. I think uh, Colin was saying Sam worked on his short trooper for like six months or something. Jeez, and it looks awesome. By yeah. the way, if you haven't seen those pictures of Sam, he looks awesome as the short trooper. And he even three yeah. D printed the the cup and the tray from Mandalorian. <laughs> so yeah, and, and he magnetized the bottom of the cup. So if you do like bump into him and he walks fast with it, it yeah, it's gonna stick. Yeah, he he thought yeah. he really he yeah a lot of detail, a lot of love went into that costume. So it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, celebrations right around the corner, and of course we put up the poll asking if you wanted us to uh, print out more of the stickers I just showed, and uh, it looks like you do. Uh, we were thinking about other merch ideas, uh, maybe hats, lanyards, magnets, maybe keychains. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but if you have an idea, let us know. Of course, yes, please, please let us. We, know. There's enough time to get to put in an order for other stuff, so we really want to get uh, people's input to see what. Uh, what they're interested in having. And then also, like we said, sign up for the newsletter from Star Wars Celebration in case more tickets do go on sale because it's we, we talk about it, we're broken records, but it's so much fun. Star Wars Celebration is so much fun. And we want everybody to be there and we want all of you to be there as well with us. And you know, it's it's just it's a lot of fun. I got this hat there at Celebration, you know, and I got this shirt. I was really happy when I saw the uh uh, Mandalorian thing and the Dave Filoni yeah. was wearing was wearing that shirt. I was like, hey, I got that shirt, man. And then I spent a lot of other money, but we're not going to talk about <laughs> how many other shirts I bought there. I did an inventory, everybody, and I have over 60 Star Wars shirts right now. Oh, I thought you were going to say 600. No. <laughs> it will be if I don't calm down. But yeah, I have over 60 Star Wars shirts. So I can wear a shirt every day for a month and it's a different Star Wars shirt. Think about that. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. Two months, anyways, right? 
yeah two months yeah two months Jeez, I, I know how to do math but uh but yeah and i apologize everybody for not being on the podcast for the past couple of months i've been really busy I have a have a big something big happening in my life which you probably know what's happening i'm moving and i can start my own little um what what, what can my uh solo team be called over there because we got the tatooine team here in texas we got the hoth group and then we got the the, the scarif group what would i be Hmm. I have no idea. I don't know either. Team Batu West? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll be the Batu team then because I'm going to be right there. So I'll be the Batu team. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see how that goes. It's going to be really terrifying, but I'll let y'all know how it all goes and if I survive. But but yeah, I plan on going to Galaxy's Edge a lot when I when I get there. So pretty excited. Get that season pass and just Dude, go on you, lunch breaks. You have no idea. You have no idea. Get a blue milk. Ooh, so excited. Well, see, you'll have a really good opportunity to find all the Easter eggs that they kind of yes. like put out there. Um, that'd be interesting to see. I keep finding, keep finding new ones. Like people posting, like, did y'all notice yeah. this? Like Galaxy's Edge. I'm like, no way. And uh, it's pretty cool. And Brooke made her lightsaber uh, this past week. Yeah, which was really cool. Uh, Colin recorded the whole the whole thing, and uh, it was it's so. I, I I'll always remember that when I made the lightsaber. That was just some memorable moment. I think that's the one experience that it's like a must do if you mm-hmm. go visit Galaxy's Edge because it's it's like so in universe. It's a very kind of sacred thing to be yes. a, a hardcore Star Wars fan and to go through that and to experience that. And the music is playing. Ah. Music is such a huge part of Star Wars. It's like you're in Star a Wars. film. Yeah. And it you know, feels I, like it's real. Yeah, I remember I, I told the story about, you know, my wife and I went and yeah, whenever I was there in that room and the guy was talking and the music was playing, I was like, I'm in Star Wars right now. I'm not at Galaxy's Edge. I'm not at Disneyland. I am in Star Wars. And it was just, it was awesome. It was so yeah. cool. <laughs> Man, but, I want to say that it might be the second best Star Wars experience that I've had. Uh-oh, what's the number one Star Wars experience? It's doing the void with my daughter. Ah, oh, yeah. I was like, my body just, I mean, I had goosebumps, I had chills. I mean, I was just super happy. The The level, I don't think I've ever been that happy. Oh, Like just, and then to see my daughter as like a little stormtrooper <laughs> next to me. <laughs> and I was like communicating with her. I'm like, let's go over here. Let's do this. Shoot that person. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I mean, it's, that might be. Aside from all the like getting married and having kids and all that stuff, it's that the was Star just, Wars moment. Yeah, I just couldn't stop the the like the pure joy throughout the whole thing. And it's like I had to keep on telling myself, concentrate, constant. You you have a mission. You got to hit these buttons in a specific order. And it's like, ah, and you got to shoot these stormtroopers from like a mile away. And yeah, and of course I have the Oculus. We both have the Oculus, and we've done the uh, Vader Immortal, yeah. but it's almost like thirty percent of what you experience in the void. Oh yeah, and plus they had yeah. you know the the heat, the everything was shaking, and it was yeah the heat. You wear the vests. You're actually walking into different rooms. Um, it was I, I'm never gonna forget that experience. I went with my buddy. He's not a big Star Wars fan, but he was he was happy to go with me to experience it for me yeah. the best stars experience i ever had of course was seeing john williams like that was just that was the best seeing john williams perform that was the most the shocking <laughs> experience for me because 
for one, I didn't think he would fly across country. I didn't yeah. think he was even capable anymore to do that or even wanted to do that. But for him to be there, I mean, that just shows he has a sense of of what Star Wars actually is to people and what it, it, oh, the yeah. profound nature that it has on the world. If, if you go back and watch that clip on uh, YouTube, you know, John Williams Star Wars Celebration, when uh, after he plays Leia's theme, then he play, gets into the main theme. If you look at his face, he smiles when he hears everybody scream. And it, it, it's just a smile where he's like, he's like, all right, I still got it. You know, like, man, they still, people yeah. still love this, you know? And yeah. I like that George Lucas has even said, like, John, it's, he's a, it's John Williams' fault, the reason I'm still doing Star Wars. Like, I did Star Wars all these years. Because if I didn't have that music, I don't think anybody would have cared about Star Wars. And you think about it, you're like, you know, I don't think any, like, that score as well as the movie, like it was a, it was like the most perfect match ever, ever made. And can you imagine star Wars without that score? You can't, it's impossible. And yeah, I don't it's know. as iconic as the films themselves. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. It's another huge stroke of luck. George oh, Lucas yeah. being friends with Steven Spielberg, Steven Spielberg recommending John Williams, Steven Spielberg yep. saying John Williams is the only guy. Jeez. Is the only guy for you right now. And man. then boom, there we go. Oh, he did all nine movies, man. Was, and I know people, some people don't like the sequels. Some people don't like the prequels. Some people aren't big fans of the originals, but you got to admit the music is just amazing in each and every one of those movies. Like there's not man. one Star Wars theme that I'm like, eh, okay. No, every like, I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. Every Star Wars theme is amazing yeah. in each and every one of those movies. But anyways, I guess I think we talked enough today. Uh, I apologize yep. if we kind of rambled there a little bit. I haven't been on in a while, so I had to kind of catch up and get everything get everything I wanted to say said. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, check us out on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, sign up for our Patreon. We have some episodes on there. And of course, whenever Book of Boba Fett comes out, we're going to be doing commentaries every, every episode and talking about every single thing that's happening. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for listening after all these years. And David, it was nice to finally do this again. Just like the old days. Has it been a long time? It's been a while. I thought you were on the podcast like two podcasts ago. Nah, it was like three podcasts ago. Oh, okay. But I mean, just like you and I, like you and I. Oh, okay, like, okay. Like the old, the old days, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's been, we've come a long way. But yes, everybody, thank you, and may the force be with you always. Thank you.